PKN two forty. Kyle is groaning lustfully. Mm. Is that were you going for lustfully? It's, it, yeah, it's all that <laughs> it's all that color that Taylor has on his face. It's but yes. not but not an even color. I, I, looks, I wouldn't want an even color. Oh, you I definitely want, wore goggles. Goggles. You cleverly yeah. got the eye protection down pat. Yeah, See, you I, look I, medium I never, rare. <laughs> oh, I'm. It's a mix of sunburn and windburn because oh. the first day, like. Like, I'm not that great of a skier, but I, I ski hard when I go. Like, I don't do like the, you go down half a run and then you stop and you fool around. Like, I, I just, I bomb down the mountain as fast as I can because that's the fun part of skiing is seeing how fast you can get going. Like, fuck the moguls and all that. I'm not, I, like, I can do that, but it's, it's hard and it's slow. I'd rather just go somewhere like really steep and really flat and just boom, shoot down. And the wind was so intense the first day. We were in uh, Breckenridge that like I, I went to the top of the mountain and that's in the picture that i sent you guys where we like got stuck uh me and my brothers and my dad we got like stuck on a lift for a little while and it was you couldn't see 10 feet in front of your face the snow was so bad and my whole beard froze and that was very uncomfortable and i'd never had windburn before in my life but yesterday morning when i woke up i had blisters and like scabs all over the tip of my nose and it was disgusting. Did you have more skiing to do that day or were you just ready to heal? No, beginning of yesterday, we were done. Like we were about to head home. So I was, I was all good, but I'd never seen it that bad. And so I look like I have like some illness right now. My nose is so red. My, my cheeks are so red. It just, it's, this isn't going to go into a good tan. (laughs) The worst is when you're in that condition, like, oh my God, I am burnt to fuck you know my wind yeah. and sun and whatever and i have two more days to come you know like, yeah good luck with that situation yeah by the end it was like i could like like hold my hand right here and like feel heat emanating off my nose so we'll we'll see you can thankfully my my camera isn't hd enough for any memes yeah when so. i was a teenager my nose existed in a permanent state of being able to like chip off what used to be flesh you know like 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 everyone's peeled off flesh no 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 you are but a rookie at the burning (laughs) game uh in my nose i just couldn't seem to to get it to heal i worked in the sun so that was a thing and and uh if you don't know uh, your sunglasses if they're reflective at all and they're all kind of are it doubles down on your nose. You get the direct sun, then you get the reflection off your sunglasses. Oh, I never thought about that. And uh, it just makes your... And also your nose kind of points up, you know, and most of your skin mm-hmm. is kind of vertical, but your nose can be, can receive a lot of sun. And those things combine to just turn into... It, it made it really Imagine hard to how, care how for. how bad it is for, for bald guys. Guys with completely shaved heads. Ooh. Right? They do like, suffer. Like, like, like you've really got a sunscreen. Um, I've always used sunscreen. I've only had um, the su- I've only had sunburn where my skin peeled once, mm-hmm. and it was like bubbled. I'm sure you've had it, but it was that bubbled up thing where there's liquid filled bubbles of flesh on my back. And I was maybe 13 at the and how Myrtle big Beach. were they? Like where some most of them were like quarter sized, but they were like oval shaped. You know, yeah. like, and, and like there was definitely one or two that was really big and gross. But, you know, I, I left them alone, and uh, I, I don't remember what we did, but I just remember after a few days they were dry, and they didn't hurt anymore, and you could peel them off, and it was almost, like, satisfying to do. But I, I remember reading, like... Like pulling the plastic off of new electronics. Exactly like that. And, and the flesh underneath is, is extra new. But I remember reading um, how much that ups your risk for skin cancer. And my uncle, 
uh, it was brain cancer that killed him, but it began as skin cancer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so that always like worried me. And so I, ever since then, I've always just, I put on like the really heavy duty sunscreen and I wear sunscreen on my face every That's an incredible day. track record for a 32 year old to have only gotten yes. peeling skin sunburned once. Yeah. I mean, I learned my lesson that one time and it was like, it's one of those things that you're so uncomfortable for a few days sleeping on your stomach and like being gross and like not wanting people to see you that like it, 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 it hit home. Yeah. I just, I, I use sunscreen too, but it was impossible. One, maybe early 90s sunscreen wasn't as good. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying that. And uh, two, you know, you're sweating, you're in and out of the water. You're like, it was just an environment where even a couple applications a day didn't seem to keep up. Yeah. But I uh, bullfrog. Like I went, I, uh, yeah, bullfrog I went kayaking. Family favorite. I went kayaking maybe five years ago. And, you know, that's a shirtless activity where you're, the water's reflecting the sun up at you and you're, you don't notice if you start burning because you're being physically active. And it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed kayaking. And I was just, I had so much bullfrog on me, like like SPF 80 or some, something stupid. Like it didn't go on clear. <laughs> it didn't go on clear. It went on as like a light gray paste. You <laughs> know what I did this weekend that was stupid? So I went paragliding, which is not the stupid part. I really enjoyed it. That was cool. Made some new friends, had a good time. I'll put that aside. But I'm out there on the mountain. And it's cold because you're, you're spending all your time on the top of a mountain and it's windy and it's, it's like I'm, I'm cold. So I just didn't really associate being cold and sunburning together. Like it didn't yeah. really raise my alarms yeah. like a summer day would. So after a couple of hours, I feel my ears are burning. And here's the dumb part. I get out my sunscreen, which I keep in the truck, and I put it on my ears and I call it good. And yeah. <laughs> I finished the next day. I'm a little better now because it's been three days, but I was really kind of red in the face and, and, uh, I should have known better. Yeah. And I always wear a hat. Like if I'm doing something, um, like, like if I'm driving a tractor, like, like I've driven the tractor before and cut like a 20 acre field or something mm-hmm. like that. And that takes a couple hours depending on mm-hmm. your, your piece of machinery. I bet Woody's like chomping at the bit. He's like, Oh, if you got a bat wing though, you can make yeah. that. Year Easy by year, easy. I learned not to interrupt stories. Please. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, I got a cowboy hat. I think I look pretty, pretty damn good in it. I'll put that bad boy on, get a little chaw. Man, I need a, I need a cowboy hat. Or leather. Tell me about this hat. It's straw. It's a straw hat. It's uh, it, it's one of, it's more of a Kenny Chesney, uh, mm-hmm. than it is a Wyatt Earp. You know, now, I have seriously considered idea, the cowboy a, hat. A cursory idea that just came to my head. Is it a funny bit if the first exposure my neighbors have to me working in my backyard, I'm wearing an Asian rice patty farm <laughs> hat and I never address it? Is that yes. worthwhile? Yeah. Okay, no, no. I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> just clearly uh, a white I don't guy. Know. <laughs> Dude, that hat feels racist to me. Taylor there, Chan. There was a <laughs> Vietnamese guy in the PKA hangout wearing a Vietnamese hat in my little liberal, like, sensitivity triggers are like dude you should be more respectful of your own the culture best, i don't yeah, know yeah. <laughs> i i love are when you, that guy you were born here you can't wear that hat. Yeah. <laughs> i love when he puts on that hat even more so when he pulls out an ak-47 and he yeah. looks like he's full Viet Cong. yeah like, he, he's, he's a little too heavy to be vc like he should be like more gaunt yeah, for a sure. little malnourished Eyes sunken in a little more, you know, a hungry look of desperation in his mm-hmm. in his face. But Agent Orange, that, orange. He looks like like maybe like the VC general. He's hanging back in the tunnel, you know, not getting much sunlight, but plenty of rice. Mm. <laughs> plenty of rice, not much sun. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, that's a good but, idea. I'm going to buy one of those hats and, so, and rake my leaves in it. Is that what you were on a pleasure trip for the? You took like a long weekend. Is no, that... I was, um, my me, my dad, and my brothers just went on a trip so we could ski together. We used to years and years ago, way more mm-hmm. often. It's just we haven't gone in probably five years, and I was nervous going there. I'm like, ah, oh, I used to be kind of good at skiing. I don't want to make an ass out of myself, but like skiing seems to be just like riding a bike. Like once you get into like riding a bike or ice skating, like once you get maybe five minutes into it, you're like, oh, okay, I remember yeah. all of this. Like this is pretty easy. I've so. always resisted calling myself good at skiing because I was good at surfing. And there would be people who live like in Philadelphia who called themselves good at surfing. Mm-hmm. And be like, get the fu- you suck at surfing. <laughs> you you think you know how- you're shit, you know? Anyone yeah. who didn't live at the beach was shit. And uh, I just assume the same kind of applies to skiing. Like, yeah, I'm good oh, at it. I'm I live sure. eight hours away, but trust me, I'm really good. Oh, that, I, for someone who lives in St. Louis, I'm I'm decent at skiing. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, yeah. I, can, I can go down any black run pretty confidently. Like, I don't fuck around with the extreme terrain uh, things or the double blacks where it's just weaving in and out of trees where it's like, I'm going to I'm going to hurt myself. I already I have a friend who lost both of his front teeth because he went on one of those runs hammered <laughs> and blasted himself into a tree and he was in the middle of a woods run. And so he ran into it. Thank God he was wearing a helmet, but he knocked his front teeth out. And then I guess laid there knocked out for who knows how long. Where is that? I think they were in like uh, I wasn't on this trip. I think they uh-huh. were in like Snowmass. Uh, Where's that? It's n- near Aspen. Oh, okay, okay. It's just another or like Keystone or something like that. And like he's like, yeah, and I I ran into the tree and I passed out and I came to laying there in the snow by <laughs> myself and realized that nobody was coming to help. So I, <laughs> I had to get down there. So I skied so, the rest of the way back down. Yeah, back down. <laughs> and for like the next five years. Like we, I'd be like, "Oh, dude, so good to see you again. It's been, it's been, you know, three years. It's been forever." And we'd like sit down to have dinner again, where he like pulled out. I lost both of them. Oh, no, oh you're I'm, back. I'm back. Yeah, I lost you. Maybe guys for that a was sec. my internet. I don't know. Maybe it was the global Discord service. Let's go with that. It could no be. one takes the blame. <laughs> Sometimes when I lose you guys, I sit there and put a ping on the stream so people know that my internet is still good because <laughs> it's usually pretty good. Oh wow, I'm losing. I might do that right now. Don't think I won't. Show them Woody. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them fuck you up. Don't let them tear you down. <laughs> I uh, I watched a new movie. Uh, so there's a there's a movie on Netflix called Triple Frontier, and it's a Netflix oh, original. Okay. And it had the makings of a great movie. It's got a really good cast. It's got Ben Affleck. Um, it's got, um, I think his name's like Charlie Knox or something. Whatever. The guy from um, Sons of Anarchy, like the main guy with the blonde hair. He was also Charlie in Pacific Hunter. Rim. Char- yeah. that, okay, that guy. He's in it. Um, Oberyn uh, Martell. Oh, Pedro you know? Pascal. Yeah, Pedro Pascal. The, re- the Red Viper of Dorn. He's in there. And, um, and maybe another guy that I recognize. But uh, basically, they're like ex-military, maybe ex-special forces. And uh, the Oberyn Martell guy, the what's his name, Taylor? The real name? Pedro Pascal? What he said? Man, internet. Pedro Pascal is his name. Yeah. He, uh, he and the, the whole group basically go down to South America, to Brazil. And <laughs> uh, their, their plan is to take out this drug cartel and rob the guy with uh-huh. no permission. Um, just to do it, 
because like who's gonna who's gonna say boo right let, let, let's just go down here let's take out this drug cartels like money uh his safe basically rob mm-hmm. him blind get out of the country and let's just not tell anybody and it does not go well it's uh it's a pretty good movie there's a lot of killing uh, a lot of a lot of gunfights and uh but I, I'm I'm gonna give it a, a a three out of ten. I was not pleased with this movie. It looked great with the cast and the and the, and the subject matter and the way it was filmed, but three out of ten. Yeah, where a was it? St- I didn't review. catch where the the bad part was. Like you, you said, it was pretty good. That the gunfight. Yeah, the I, I don't want to spoil it, but but, oh. but man, it, I just didn't care for it. I, I didn't it, like it, hmm. it. It felt poorly edited, like poorly written. Like, oh. like it, all okay. they had was a cast and a good idea. And it seemed like it fell apart everywhere else. Well, that you know? that explains it, it. Yeah, I was I was I was afraid you gave it a three out of ten because you're like I gave it a three out of ten. Um, I was looking forward to one pair of boobs weren't there, and in like the <laughs> the ending they chose, like it had a sad ending, and I'm like, ah, oh, those yeah, aren't good it, reasons to hate a movie. It, it it was it was not fun to watch. It was uh, they 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 made a few of, they committed my the cardinal sin that I cannot tolerate or abide in any movie. Uh, that's when money is wasted. And, uh, and what, uh, what I, do you mean? You know, in, uh, in, um, what was that Michael Chiklis movie or TV show, the shield in the shield. There's a scene where basically these dirty cops have robbed the Armenian mob of like, let's call it $10 million. And one of the cops gets scared and he starts burning the money so that they'll no longer have Armenian drug mobster money. And he's just dumping these wads of, money into a furnace and that was the point where i started to hate the shield and, and i hate a, that character so was he burning his share or he was m- burning everybody's money see now that's where my issue was yeah yeah I, it you're not allowed to make decisions for everybody else yeah and i never got into doing. that show because i didn't buy into michael chiklis being a tough guy who can run even 15 yards <laughs> <laughs> you're so right <laughs> if i commit a crime i pray michael chiklis is the officer in pursuit I, because i can i could stop at subway as i'm leaving and pick up a foot long and then like <laughs> uh, skip away i suck you know, at I, running but taylor do you also suck at running uh not, not suck it i don't okay. like doing it um, hmm. It's not fun, but I could outrun Michael Chiklis. Yeah, I can outrun I'm, Michael yeah. too. <laughs> I don't want to get high on myself. I might have Michael Chiklis as well. I just, We've all got him. I promise yeah. you. He's, yeah. he's, uh, he's in a show I'm watching now. Like like current day, Michael Chiklis is in Gotham, mm-hmm. uh, the the Batman prequel TV show, which I, I, I like. Some people. Jackie said it was good. Me. I, I like it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else shits on it. Um, I guess I call it a guilty pleasure for me. Um, okay. But Michael Chiklis is in there. And he's basically the same character. Um, he's kind of the captain of the police force, and he's the new captain. He's going to whip these guys into shape. No more dirty cops. No more slapping suspects around. You see a cop do a thing, you tell me he's going down. And he's huge. He's gotten <laughs> huge. Oh. And, and, and his story arc involves him becoming a supervillain. Like, he goes insane, and the bad guys capture him, and they put him in, like, this super suit, and they give him one hand that's just a big blade, and he's the executioner. And he's he's there to punish the 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 guilty and uphold the righteous, which sounds like a good thing. Cool, but the smallest infraction makes you guilty. And he is judge, jury, and executioner. And uh, and, and I'm just like I'm not afraid of him at all. I'm like, what a big target he'd be. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a what what kind of small infractions? Oh, uh, just, just it, little stuff. You know, you spit you spit on the ground. Double parking. Chew, chew a bubble like gum in class. That sort of thing. It's judge, jury, and executioner. 
and it, he's got the one hand that's a blade. This show's kind of bad. I'll admit it's a no. It pleasure. sounds really bad. Like, like <laughs> it he does keeps sound doing worse than I thought. They're always no, cocking their guns. With the hook hand, but it's still the, stick with me. <laughs> it's one of those shows where like the main cast of eight people, which include like the Penguin and the Riddler and the Joker and uh, you know Bruce Wayne and Alfred and all these people, like you know they're not going to die. And Catwoman and Harvey and Dent two, maybe. He gets a little you know, air, air time. What, what is the penguin's power? What does uh, he he's do? A, he's a he's a ruthless criminal mastermind. He, he's, Can he, he do anything? Can he like no. jump high or he, he, do he any of them be, have powers? He, uh, the Riddler is an absolute genius. Uh, like, like he no, seems to literally powers. be smarter than anyone else. Um, Just one because guy, he's the most autistic yeah. person in that universe does not make him a superhero. Or he a super villain. Um, Ra's al Ghul is uh, he's like Batman's main bad guy. He's like an immortal magician kind of guy, and and he that's he's a power. Ridiculous. Yeah, that, yeah. That all right? That's there's one person with powers in this whole um, show. Can he and, and do then, anything um, but tell riddles? The Riddler. Um, well, he sets up these diabolical um, situations where the police are distracted elsewhere while he can rob like five banks in a night because he's so smart he sounds like because one of those like... guys that makes escape rooms you know like yeah, yeah. Oh, he is know, the he's room really master. smart that's how he makes retire. escape rooms <laughs> that'd be funny if he was like down and out and that's what he was doing <laughs> riddle me this riddle me that shit there's a shit. seven of diamonds and a nine of clubs on the table what does that tell you yeah <laughs> 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 yeah, you gotta get uh, to, you gotta get to the fifth street bank he's 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 robbing it he's robbing it i can't i need to i can't figure out if a boy and his doctor are fishing and the boy is the doctor's son but the doctor wasn't the boy's father then who is the boy <laughs> who's who's on the doc he's murdering people i gotta finish this riddle like, like, yeah not a lot of them have actual like superpowers that you would like, like the scarecrow he's got this like gas it's ridiculous poison mm. ivy you know, if she scratches you, you're infected with this awful plant virus thing that just kills you. Okay. Um, and, and she can control you itch. No, no, That'd it makes funny, plants. So, so Ivy <laughs> is, so has funny. a real power. Yeah. I, uh, Mr. Freeze has a real power. Well, and not a power, but a, a, he's got technology. Um, so, yeah, I don't so think he's actually a power. He has, he has a, a freeze gun. Frosty That's like saying suit. I have a real power in so, that I can shoot bullets. Yeah, <laughs> So uh, Mr. Freeze's backstory, and this has kind of been consistent through the comics and everything, was his wife has this disease and she's dying. And so mm -hmm. he's trying to come up with the technology to freeze her and preserve her for the future. Now in some versions, he does successfully freeze her, but he hasn't quite figured out yet how to thaw her back out. And in some others, she dies during the process. As a result of all this, at one point he tests one, there are multiple formulas where he's mixing like liquid helium and glythol together to successfully freeze a person without their cells exploding. And he tests one of them on himself. And so now he has to exist at like a sub-zero level or he'll just die. So his suit is keeping him refrigerated and his gun freezes people. And his whole crime spree is about getting up enough money to solve his wife's like, like debacle. Hmm. So I, I learned a little like bit about cryogenics. Ice gun. <laughs> In cryogenics... There are two things you need to do for this to actually work successfully. One is to freeze somebody super duper quick. And that they can do, I don't know if they can do it on the scale of a human body, but they can freeze things really quickly. The other thing is you have to thaw it out really quick. And that is a sticking point. They, like the, there's, People haven't even imagined the tech where you thaw something out without burning it and making it not die during the thawing process. Have they considered like having a lot of people blow at the same time? <laughs> 
<laughs> not in the thing I saw. No. <laughs> the, sh- the show had. An Although all the way. soups were cool. Yeah. <laughs> so like the idea of all those like superheroes that have these alter egos that are kind of ridiculous is dumb, right? And I, I was wondering how they're going to make this work in a live action TV show. And they came up with a good way to do it. The, the guy who's running the asylum, the Arkham Asylum, where they send the criminally insane, he like brainwashes these people, and then he injects a new personality that he can build a framework on to control them. So he'll be who, like, who's um, doing this? Which bad guy? Uh, his name is um, fuck. He's the guy who runs Arkham Asylum. His name's like uh, fucking Doctor Hugo Strange. Yeah, that's his name. And so, uh, yeah, Doctor Strange, Doctor Hugo Strange, different than Doctor Strange from the Marvel uh, universe. But yeah, it's it's an okay. It's not a great show. I've watched. I'm I'm four seasons in. So. <laughs> Is it a show now. that you're invested in a bit, or are you like doing something else on the computer while you're I'm watching? watching? I I don't do that. You know, if I'm going to watch a show, I watch it. I want to I, I want to be able to recount what happened and all that shit. The Joker's cool. The Joker's just ruthless. The Joker. You know in, how in movies and, He's always and, the cool one, though. and stuff like when they'll have like a bunch of like hostages with like bombs on their neck and he'd be like, do my bidding or they'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> and he never pushes the button. Hmm. The Joker starts by pushing one of the buttons. He's like, just so you know, I'm <laughs> not kidding around. <laughs> and he blows like a Catholic cardinal's head off and it, they show it. The, the head explodes hmm. and brains go everywhere. Very and they're cool. like, fuck. And like, Maybe maybe an hour goes by and he's like, "You took too long," and he blows another head off, and he's got like three more heads to blow off. You Does the Joker and Bruce Riddler Wayne. do do those two ever team up? Because yeah. they seem to me like they're a good match. Yeah, that all, uh, you know, and all the Penguin them, too. Yeah. They all they all team up at one point. They're, they're always backstabbing each other, and like you'll think they're together, and then they'll backstab, but they never actually kill each other. That's the thing. Like the Penguin, professional. All courtesy. of them have died at least once. And mm-hmm. they'll and they'll come back in various ways. Sometimes they'll come back with literal magic. Sometimes they'll come back with like technology. Sometimes they'll fake you out. Like, oh, I wasn't really dead. It's 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 always something. It's and and that's my main complaint. I need more deaths. There's this one character who'd been in for like three seasons, and finally the, the lady goes, bam, and shoots him right between the fucking eyes with a gun. And I was like, That's it for you, Butch. I was tired of your character. <laughs> the next season, the the hospital, I guess, had him in a coma, and they were running out of beds, so they dump him in a, a swamp. Well, the swamp was full of radioactive waste, of course, so he came came back as this pale Hulk-type creature who's retarded. So now his name is Grundy, and Grundy smash. Oh, Solomon Grundy? Solomon Grundy, there you go. That's Wait, the thing so that need, Game of Thrones threw did him in right. a swamp? Killed people. They they dumped his comatose yeah. body into a toxic waste swamp, and he came back as a. I did a little research on this. That is He's not HIPAA compliant. It is not <laughs> not. Uh, it, it, he came back as a uh, a swamp elemental creature. That's kind of neat. Imbued with quite a few powers. I did a little research. Apparently, he's as strong as Superman, uh, but not in this TV show at all. Um, mm. He rips people's arms off and beats them to death with them. Oh, that, <laughs> Chewbacca I, okay. used to do that. Not a good Let's show. See. Not a good show. If I'm being honest, I, I think I just convinced myself it's not a good show <laughs> by by by, dis, by by explaining what the have show is about. Cap, have we? Have you talked about Captain Marvel yet? We've talked about it. I haven't seen it. Um, oh, 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 I thought you were about way to. more powerful than I thought. He's got mm-hmm. superhuman strength and stamina, healing factor like Wolverine, near invulnerability, virtual indestructibility, and immortality. And that seems like 
like a lot of very good things. Yeah, <laughs> the immortality and near invulnerability. A lot of these no, characters are a, a way... skinny black girl beat him up with a wrench last episode, so they've toned him down a little. Yeah, this guy doesn't see. This guy is totally OP. Superheroes are oftentimes more powerful than you know. Like you, you, you see. I don't know, Captain America did this feat of strength where he punches a punching bag and it comes off the chain and you're like, damn, that's strong. But there's probably animals that strong. Like, you know, a silverback maybe can do that. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Um, but then you see some other feats like in the comic book. Oh, but that's true. But there was this one other time he pushed a moon away or, or something. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God. Like, that's another level of strength. Uh, Incredible Hulk has healing powers better than Wolverine. He can come back from a drop of blood. I didn't know that. That doesn't seem to be in the books uh, or in the movies, I mean to say. Yeah, the cinematic universe is a lot different than the mm -hmm. comics in a lot of ways. I watched a whole video the other day about that, about about how, di how the differences between a lot of the, the characters and the, between the cinematic universe and the comics. The Hulk is one of those characters that's just been so strong that it's just retarded at times, you know? Mm -hmm. And there's all those versions of different characters like the World Breaker Hulk and all that shit. Yeah. I think it's a little convoluted. It is a children's. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't latch on too hard on the numbers, but I, I do. I do anyway. They have to tone it down. Like a lot of these powers, like it would ruin the show if they could do this, right? I, and, and it can be tricky to write a good show when they have these get out of jail free cards all over the place. I know I've talked about this before, but mm -hmm. you know, like Incredible Hulk has a sonic clap. And this clap is like an energy wave that can make tanks blow away across a field, right? So I don't know what kind of force it would take for a tank to like blow like it was windy, but my goodness, you'd think he'd be able to clap in Times Square and knock all the buildings down or something. Yeah, like not he stomped once in New York and like the whole eastern seaboard had an earthquake. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. So if you start introducing all these powers, <laughs> then it's like, oh, you know, like he could solve a lot of problems with this level of, of outrage. Well, he's my thing strong. is in those like movies, like let's say he's up against Solomon Grundy or who some some powerful guy that the Hulk needs to take out, and he does his like wham clap and it like sends out the disc of power or whatever and, and the bad guy dodges it. Dodges and the, okay. Like dodges the the blade of power, whatever the fuck. Okay. Omnidirectional, like, but carry on. Then like what what's his name? The Hulk would be like, oh, now I got to try and punch him. Like they only ever try those moves <laughs> once. Like if I were him, I would just would be. <laughs> That's a, a solid fire point. clap. Like, but it's always like that. Kind of like in like Hawkeye or someone would like take like his super awesome arrow and miss and be like ah. Well, back to the regular broadheads. No, bring a whole bag of those. Yeah, yeah. Why, why would you bring one? You seem to be well funded. <laughs> yeah, you're already the bow and arrow guy. Take every advantage you can get. <laughs> yeah, that's... Bring... I feel like the explosive arrows would solve every single scenario. You never need the broadhead unless no. you're. Oh, it's a deer. Well, while we were out fighting <laughs> evil, I saw a deer, and I thought we'd all enjoy some venison for for dinner. No, I only wanted no, to hurt guy. Loki a little this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they all do that, you know, and yeah. it makes for better stories. If I, Superman just always flew in and immediately burnt everybody to death, like, it would, you know, it wouldn't be as much fun. And, and someone's and one of these YouTube comic book guys opened my eyes to this idea that when they're really powerful and the people they fight are really powerful, like Thanos, it's the sign of a mature comic. I mean, they all sort of start just being sort of superhuman, you know, better than human, but regular ish. 
And then it just escalates and escalates and escalates. Because if if all Spider-Man ever took on were like neighborhood thieves robbing ATM machines, that would get boring in a hurry. So he yeah. has to start dealing with, you know, super powered bad guys. And it just they keep ramping up until they're both super powered. Speaking you, uh, of are there any superheroes who only go after one type of criminal? Like a guy who's like Nope, sorry that you're getting raped, but I, I deal yes. with bank robbers. There's only one I can think of, Captain Planet. He, he only goes after polluters. He's never once raised a hand against a bank robber <laughs> or, a, or a street thug that's like, you know, yanking pearls off some rich old lady. No. It, as long as he throws his he puts his number five plastic in the number five container, Captain Planet salutes you robbery <laughs> he's just flying over red carpet events dumping paint on wood on, on fur biodegradable paint yeah i've never <laughs> i never got into know. captain planet captain planet he's a hero you got like five kids each of them with a ring that does different. remember like, the poor uh, asian kid wind, who had to have heart water, heart oh yeah that kid's like a little cambodian fucker i don't know where he's from he's got a monkey as a side they gave him like a sidekick to make up for the fact that his this faggy ring is heart yeah. yeah, like you know that he was pissed on ring handout day <laughs> when they were like, all right, you get the one that can summon fire. You get the one that can like bring earth like jagged rocks out of the ground. And you, you can, you can really show people you care. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up. Captain Planet was from 90 to 96. I was I a junior in high school. I wasn't watching that shit. I was yeah. <laughs> doing junior high school things. I watched that last night, Woody. Where did you see it last Never night? Never mind. I've got I've got you the full series downloaded on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The full series on Blu-ray. Can the, you the, imagine the, owning Captain Planet on Blu-ray? <laughs> Have you seen the Blu-ray nonetheless? The HD Blu-ray, the new one, the 4K. Yeah. Fun, uh, Funny or Die does this whole bit about Captain Planet with Don Cheadle playing Captain Planet. Have you seen it? I have not. Oh, oh, it's hilarious. Oh, it's it's real funny. It's it's real. It's very adult. It's it's mm. on YouTube. Well, you know, I'll link it to you later. Captain ship. Planet and the Planeteers. Um, oh, speaking of superheroes, John Jones is going to fight again. John Jones, I look, I, I, I've been on record of being against John Jones many, many times for many, many things, but mostly Pico related. But he's doing something I like. He's fighting. And he's fighting Stipe Miokic. It's a kind of semi-confirmed rumor. I mean, Bones is john bones jones it's his twitter so it's not like you know a less confirmed source someone who'd know he's fighting that's my issue like like when i, I hate it when people like get a belt and then semi-retire or stretch their championship reign by fighting once every 18 months so like they get a couple title defenses that last for four or five years like that sucks and he's taking on not an easy matchup you know like like this, i don't know who's gonna win this uh, so I, I uh, look, I'm going to root against him, but I appreciate that he's fighting a tough fight. Uh, I don't bet against John Jones uh, under any. I didn't say I was going to bet against him. <laughs> I was very clear. Yeah. I'm going to root against him. Yeah, I, I, I cannot. Um, I cannot see that ever happening. Um, who did? Who was the? Um, oh fuck! Last event, Wonder Boy got KO'd by Pettis. Chiz had money on Pettis. Yeah, yeah. Was that unexpected? Oh yeah. No. Well, oh, yeah. um he was a he was the biggest underdog of the night. It was like a 3 to 1 underdog. Yeah. It, very unexpected. Not 3 to Wonder 1. Boy though. Is it was the like 2.8 uh, to 1. So that's he's very, two, eight, very five. Wonder yeah. Boy's the one he's he's really really good. He's kind of getting older past his prime or am I mixing him up? I, I he think might he's be still mixing quite him up. Good. Yeah. He's, 
He's 34, maybe 36. That kind of describes Pettis, actually, the guy that won. Yeah. 34, that's... That... That's getting up there in MMA years, this, isn't it? This guy doesn't get hit much. His, with, he Fair hasn't enough. been hit much. He doesn't look 34. He looks 28 or something. He looks like a Superman. He looks like a superhuman person. He's he, he's he's tall. He's muscular. He's thin, as you might expect. He looks like the result of clean living. Like He, has he looks good like the result skin, of a Nazi pro, superhuman program. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he looks like. He's blonde. He's great looking. Like, like he's... Wonder Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they call him Wonder Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's fighting a guy who's coming up to his weight class who normally fights at 155, even though he's a big boy, you know, but he does. And uh, coming up to 170, and Pettis hasn't had the greatest outings the last few times out, you know. He, he got pummeled uh, not too long ago by, I can't remember who. Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson. That's, that's, that's a, well, when you're fighting crazy, you know. <laughs> Dude. Uh, yeah, there's a scene of, uh, Pettis did not lose that entire, he lost the fight, so he lost the entire fight, but he didn't lose the entire way through, he had his moments, and there's a point where he's maybe ground and pounding on Pettis, and he sticks his tongue out and makes a crazy look, and there's blood dripping on his face, and it just, ah, uh, I, I really appreciate that. Pettis is a fighter, there's a fighter, like, I love that how he's a fighter. Chael Sonnen has this thing about saying how Ronda Rousey was a good fighter she was a successful athlete in mma but she wasn't a fighter you know she never overcame adversity uh, the first time she had a loss she got fat and hid in her room for a year um <laughs> you know she like she a fighter overcomes the hard spots they have a spirit about fighting in them um and ronda rousey was a great athlete but like a, a it's not a not a fighter who, who refuses to lose and uh, Pettis is a fighter, and I appreciate that in him. Yeah, Lawler is as well. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of those guys are real warriors in the in the in the cage. But yeah, uh, Wonder Boy was putting them together. Wonder Boy was picking them apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, really accurate striking. You know, he he throws this jab from his hip that's that's real weird looking, and yeah, it seems very unorthodox, and it's, it's fun to watch. And he's just he's just softening Pettis up. Pettis is bleeding pretty profusely. Round's got like five seconds left in it. And Pettis just Superman punches Wonder Boy in the face and knocks him unconscious and then follows up with two more that he didn't need to. But, you know, <laughs> in the cage, whatever. The, and Wonder Boy was out, like a movie unconscious, knocked out, like for a solid minute at least. Another thing Pettis did I like. So Wonder Boy at the end was sitting on a chair, a stool, in the middle of the octagon. And uh, he's... Suffering from a concussion, a knockout, whatever he's coming to, he re- he knows he's alert enough to know that he lost, and he wishes he hadn't. And Pettis kind of gave him uh, some respect, you know, some kudos, thank you for the fight, kind of thing, which I really like compared to celebration like that other guy wasn't a person or a big yeah, fu. Like when they guy. spit on the other guy's team or something like yeah, that, like a Michael Bisping, Bisping. did that to um, uh, Michael Bisping. So he comes yeah. over and spits on the guy's team, dude. <laughs> so he does regret that. He's a little older and wiser now. But those guys went at it in like the lead up to the fight, back and forth. You know, like they really got into each other's heads so he was very happy to, to I win. like Wonder Boy's reaction too he was like that was a hell of a shot and he said something like that I was like oh, nice shot like as he's sitting there on the stool I, I didn't even see that coming I, I don't remember it <laughs> Wonder Boy's shot so I don't I don't claim to be Mr. Boxing or anything don't get me wrong but the boxing I had it opened your like you were like he shoots these jabs from his waist surprisingly invisible 
right? You would think, Taylor, that if I had my hands by my hip and I went to touch your beard, you'd see it, right? And you probably Apparently would. I'm not, not that fast. But there's a whole <laughs> thing of like it. Like, you, you might be surprised how how you don't see these things. Like if I went to kick your leg, like I don't, it, it was too late to react half the time. You know, like ah mm-hmm. oh, fuck, how am I gonna look <laughs> at all of him? <laughs> you know, it's 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 tricky, trickier than like if you the listener don't fight, uh, you're probably not as good at it as you think. Try boxing or some kickboxing, and and you'll you'll see. It's no fun. You don't want people trying to hit you. Range. It, it's, it, it sounds like a good idea. It sounds like it might be fun to hit people. <laughs> Until the people start hitting you back, and you're like, "This isn't. This is no fun at all." And the people who do it are like human, human fucking dog fight. Human, co- it's a human cock fight, and I want no part of it. Look- These people, if they've got any brains in their head, they should be doing something else. I enjoyed fighting <laughs> with the other students, like the other people, my peers. That was a blast. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, especially, I really got into for a longer time. Yeah, but that's like different. the boxing and the muay thai and the kickboxing, if they were my peers and stuff, that was always kind of good. My boxing coach, I'm looking back at this now with a little reflection. He didn't have to be that hard. Like, was he proving something? I, I, he, I, there was I, one time I asked him, like, you hit so hard. Is that how hard you hit when you're like in a, he was, he did like professional boxing. I was like, is that how hard you fit when you're, if I, when you're hitting? He's like, no, that feels like this. Roughly the same. roughly the same and it's just like fuck like you know and he of course he's he's making it matter maybe so that i block it properly and i don't half-ass block it or whatever but uh i don't like that at all it was it was more than i needed it was more than i like look i i tell dick jokes on the internet i don't really (laughs) need to you know prepare myself for the ring the sparring that i saw go down was pretty light there'd be a bloody nose or a mouse under Mm -hmm. an eye maybe once a night out of like six sparring sessions or something like that like six different groups of people going at it for the most part you get a little red you know and, and and that was it. And I, I didn't take part in that. I was just watching that on the oh, sidelines. Spar- oh, sparring was my no. favorite. Fridays we hit each other in the head, which is funny, but that's that's how we did it. I, it turns out you can get pretty effective training just by punching like a collarbone and stuff. Uh, so that's what we did, except Fridays. And Fridays we hit each other in the head. And I I, I really like that. I would look forward to Fridays. But no, I I just he, did jujitsu. He was and... always conscious of the brain damage. You know, our coach would be like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you know, like either keep your hands up when he's talking about brain damage, or if he's like, look, no headshots except on Fridays." I don't know where my keys are right now. He's <laughs> oh <my laughs> like, yeah, "You don't want it. You don't want this." And I'm like, "Yeah, I, I do know where my keys are. I don't want yeah. that." So, yeah, that's definitely not I'm a worthwhile trade off to get. <laughs> kind of good at <laughs> MMA late in life at the sacrifice of your, your later cognition. Yeah. It's like when you're shaking with a spoonful of soup in 25 years, you be like, I wish I hadn't taken up boxing at 40. I, I just kind of like it. And, um, great. I don't know. I, so, so there's these, um, the five languages of love. People have listened to me for ages. Know what I'm talking about. One of them is physical love. And I feel like guys that like they, one of the types of love they like to receive is receptive. Uh, Mm -hmm. it also translates to like other relationships. You know, I I think guys like me might be more likely to like, not at this age, but you know, wrestle in their teenaged friendships or, uh, you know, enjoy boxing or jujitsu or whatever. Like I just, I don't know. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm touchy like that. 
Oh, there was something with MMA I wanted to ask you about. Like I saw like somebody retweeting Connor saying that he's retiring. Was that just it? I I didn't even think about it for more than a second because I was like, okay, this is clearly a a troll or a way to get some some media rolling. So Connor's saying it's real, right? He's not right, but sometimes it's difficult from where I sit to tell what's real, what's a like negotiating tactic, you know, like. He, yeah. he has to fight with UFC. He's under contract with UFC for fights. So it's not like he can like go elsewhere and start getting different bids. So basically, the only way Connor can negotiate is to say yes or no. So when he says, look, I'm never fighting again, that could be his way of pressuring it. And Dana, his response has been, I believe it sounds right. Fuck it. Because he's good at negotiating as well. And that's where it stands. And Connor doesn't, he doesn't need the money. So the question is, does he enjoy the fighting? Isn't he also like he got arrested for something like an <sighs> actual thing, right? Yeah. Um, he got so, arrested for what they're calling strong arm robbery in Florida. And <laughs> essentially what that means is a camera. Uh, he, he took a fan's cell phone and smashed it. There's two things currently. One okay. is like Kyle's talking about that a cell phone was I'm sorry, a fan was filming him. So he took the camera, smashed it. And I think he actually ran away with the camera. So that's one thing. But I think it's the sort of thing, we all know there's different levels of justice for different levels of income. So he should be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what I read on that, like, like just to interject, was I guess that, that calling that sort of thing a strong arm robbery is a thing they do a lot at that in Florida at that beach um, for like various types of like assaults and, and like petty crimes. And that it always, it's, it's basically a misdemeanor and not a big deal. For like okay. average Joe guy, uh, I'm not trying to defend him. I, oh. Although I will say this, I bet we could all imagine a scenario where someone recording you or taking pictures of you on the street could be incredibly uh, frustrating and annoying. We probably wouldn't smash a camera, but I, I on a, a super quick aside, last year I met a paramotor fly in, and a paramotor fly in. I'm actually famous, not really famous, but in this event I am. I don't. I'm sick. I go back to my trailer, I close the door, I lay in bed, and I just am sick. Guy knocks on my door and wants me to fix his paramotor for him. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, I'm a people pleaser, I guess. I'm, like, putting shoes back on, and I work on his paramotor until, mm-hmm. thankfully, a friend of mine takes over and actually fixes it. Take that, multiply it times 10,000, and you have Connor's world. Rain, shine, sickness, health, everything, always... Anytime someone sees you, they want a piece of him. If I saw Connor, I'd want a piece of him. I'd want a selfie. <laughs> I'd want to say hi. I'd want a thing. Rip a button off his shirt and get my ass kicked. Uh, so I can imagine, like, I got annoyed and I'm still low-key sore about it. That times mm-hmm. 10,000, who knows what kind of asshole I'd be. Yeah. That's true. And, and then I, that, I would is that sexual assault charges in Ireland? That's uh, the other one. So I guess that's... Is an, that old or is that new too? It's newly it's, reported. It was in the Wall Street Journal or New York Times recently, but it's like an old thing that they say is untrue. So that's all I know. Kyle, yeah. do you know more? Uh, I, you, you nailed it. It's, a, oh. it's an old case, new report. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with Connor. You know, like, like I, I, I want my fighters to make as much money as they possibly can um, because... <sighs> I, I side with the fighters over the sport, uh, to, to be honest, because I, I heard Brennan Sh- um, Schaub talking recently. I'm sorry my camera's fucking stupid. I already replaced this thing well, once it's for PKN. $150. Most of these guys are on audio. That's good. <laughs> um, but the uh, 
I heard him talking about it, and he he was talking about even in jujitsu that there's that there's um there's brain damage, and 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 he he was like there's there's studies mm. for brain damage in, in jits, there's studies that support brain damage in Muay Thai and boxing and Taekwondo and judo. What sport combines all those things together? And mm-hmm. and he was. He was mm-hmm. he was bringing this up because of what's going on with Tony Ferguson. He's like, I don't think this is Tony having a bad time, and he's he's like, you don't think Tony Ferguson is mentally strong? I think Tony Ferguson is physically diminished because he's taken so many shots to the head. This is CTE, whatever that fucking stands for. That's probably not even the correct. The E is not a real word. CTE is right. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real word. It's not a woody word though. Like encephalocardia, encephalocardia, cardia. trauma. Uh, Encephalopathy. 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 That's a made-up word. I'm stuttering over it myself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Encephalopathy. Um. So. So yeah, I'm starting to worry that like, I'm with you, Woody. I want to see these guys fight every single month. I and in John Jones' case, I think you'll be okay. (laughs) 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 But his opponents won't. You might want to fight John Jones once in a lifetime. John Jones can go out every three months and he can crack some skulls. But like, if you're that that middle tier guy, or even worse, that undercard guy who's making whatever fifteen thousand to fifteen fifteen or something like that, I don't know what they make, but that's probably not too far off. Fifteen to show and fifteen more to win, and That'd maybe be like a, a starter guy. Yeah, that those guys. Jesus, you're doing a lot of damage to your fucking brain. You know those guys. They put those the highlights that are on the MMA subreddit are often people getting fucking cracked mm-hmm. just taking a shin to the skull or just getting caught on the chin and then you know they always follow up with like one or two more when they're on the ground and it's like i feel like those are just as bad you're completely unbraced with a mat behind your head and the ground itself is sometimes the biggest hit the way they fall when mm-hmm. wonder boy fell did you see his head bounce off the mat i don't oh, remember it like you do but yeah and i've seen that bad. a million times i bet taylor has too because it's also a hockey thing yeah yeah except they got fucking helmets on <laughs> they they don't wear them very well oftentimes oh uh, fair enough but but yeah, yeah I, they I, often I, come off yeah i love mixed martial arts i really do but it, but but god damn I, I i feel like we're i feel like our favorite martial arts stars in 20 years are all going to be retarded there's a guilty pleasure aspect of it for me i love martial arts i love the the heart that it takes to do it well i love the guys that demonstrate heart that that they have their comebacks that don't quit that's one of the re- dude if i never met joe lozon he'd still be one of my favorite fighters ever because of the heart that guy oh my god he, he there's no quit in him and that's amazing i love that about fighting but my oh my there is an intellectual part of me that understands what's happening to them and i don't wish it upon them as much as I thank them for doing it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the best head bouncing one I can think of. And here's one. Here, here's here's the question that answer it for any of us. Like, would we want our child to get into mixed martial arts in a competitive format? No. Of course not, right? I mean, but I'm gonna push him into hockey, so I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that music people heard was this uh um video Taylor linked. I didn't want people to think that I was like yeah, moving away from the yeah, yeah. You know what? I just gotta Pop on Spotify where they talk. So can it seems we... like the worst like knockouts are when like the head doesn't just lay on the the ground afterwards. When it does like that cocked bum, up bum, thing, bum. where like their their head isn't like even laying down. It's so tense, like it looks like your their neck shattered. Yeah, that's a that's a weird response that your body's having. Yeah, that you're you're completely out now at that point. I was yeah. watching the video. Are we talking about the fencing response. 
I don't yeah, know when your body when sort of your, when your hands go up. I don't know what it is. Up, that but sure like when your head sort of goes down. Yeah, like like that. Oh, I don't know. Like that if you watch one. this clip, like watch the way after he gets knocked out, his head doesn't lay on the ice. It just it's like tilted up, like he's trying to look at his sternum almost. And I don't know what the hell causes that, but it can't be something neurologically good. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I was gonna say, oh, I see the fencing response because one hand is up, but the stick complicates yeah. that a little bit. Oh, I'm on the wrong one. Yeah. So man, that's such a dirty play. <laughs> I I know all about that play. I've laid it out before. I want to say the dirty intent behind that was a four out of ten, but the way that it played out was a ten out of ten. Like it, yeah. If, if people don't know, hockey enforcers are supposed to fight each other. If I want to fight you and you're also an enforcer, the code is you kind of say yes. Brashear said no, and I think there was something else involved, like. Brashear was being the bad guy all fight long, and McSorley was like, hey, let's do this. And he's like, nah, I'm good. We'll just take our win and move on, which breaks hockey code. So he intended to hit him on the shoulder, he says, uh, with the stick. And it was kind of a light hit, but he hit him on the side of the head, and then the head hit the ice, and that made it a terrible horrible injury yeah sometimes that hockey code is dumb though like there's this guy who's like he's one of the smallest guys in the nhl he's like five eight or something paul byron he plays for the canadians okay. and he has a history of concussive concussion problems because he's fucking five eight playing in the nhl <laughs> and uh somebody like j- jabbed at him or did something to one of his teammates and he did like the hockey code thing of like throwing it down and putting up his dukes and the other guy beat the shit out of him like caught him with like a like you know how you watch those fights sometimes and like a non-fighter will go up against a fighter and you Mm -hmm. can see the fighter be like oh now's the time to unwind my like cartoony wind up (laughs) punch to really deliver it that's what he did he hit him with the hardest uppercut and he's like staggering out of there and now he's out again because he got punched into another concussion that must imagine being in a sport where half of it is hitting people with your shoulder but your head is shoulder height. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. That's true. Yeah, there was that fight a few weeks ago where uh, like a real fighter, I don't remember who it was, but he's like 6'3", but he tried to fight Zidane Chara, who's oh. like 6'10". Mm. And it was just like, it, like the whole clip was like, you know, uh, McDave, Mc, whatever, really trying to overcome Chara's reach. And it's just a guy <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> like he, he can't hit him at all. Is just boxing him in the fucking mouth. The reach is extra big in hockey too because you, they wear clothes on. So I can mm-hmm. like if I'm pretending I'm much bigger than Taylor, I'm not. You know, I can just hold him away, and mm-hmm. I don't know why the other guy had to be Taylor. I've got a, I got a, I got a little video that I saw last night on uh, Reddit uh, on the what the fuck uh, subreddit. Oh, I did. oh, I did think I saw this. this. I oh, it got posted on the. Uh, on the PKA subreddit. Yeah, that, that's where I saw oh, that's, it. If it's... Wow. They repost everything on that subreddit. All right, I'm ready. I need a moment, please. Yeah, this is the video. <laughs> this is so weird. It was so weird. I sent it to everyone I knew. As soon as I, it was like, <laughs> I don't know, midnight last night when I found it. It keeps going. I'm... Yeah, like, it just keeps getting crazier. Like, it's crazy immediately. And then... It's great. It's only a minute long, but right. it feels like a movie. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Ready, set, play. Break. Me too. Damn, that's a pretty big blunt. You call that a blunt? 
<laughs> it looks so big. <laughs> it is. It's in a toy car. And he's playing that music. Yeah. <laughs> he really is playing it. I didn't catch up on that. So there's a midget. And then her. She's not young. And then another midget. Look at these push-ups. <laughs> you see push-ups? Yeah, the little midget does the push-ups. I think you might be ahead of me. She's eating ass <laughs> on my screen. Yeah, you missed Oh, I missed it? Okay. Yeah, it's fine. She does like invert. She starts in push up position and goes to full inverted like handstand push up. Oh, yeah. I saw that on the first watching. I don't know why the little one is showing her butt. I don't need that. I. The big one is. is, is he's got a big ass, though. I, I don't. The full sized one? Yeah, the, the normal sized human being. The, it's. <laughs> I watched that video and somehow. I, I, this is on me. I expected the little person and the what I'll call medium person to be more angelic, right? Like, like, oh, you're born with dwarfism. Surely you'll never smoke pot or twerk, you know, like more cherubic. Yeah, you'll forever be a child, right? And, and, and now I'm like, oh, I think that makes me an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No motherfucker, I, like I take they, cock. I like <laughs> yeah. how they start the video with like a class five midget coming in <laughs> and then a class two midget comes in. <laughs> yeah, and you get that comparison. Like imagine being even like imagine going to midget conventions and being short. That would suck. <laughs> the class two midget walks in and she has sunglasses and a jean jacket on. So I'm like this doesn't seem appropriate to have a nine-year-old in here. And oh. then and then once yeah. I see her a little more closely, I'm like, she's not a nine-year-old. She's an adult who I expect to act like a nine-year-old. Yeah. yeah Confirm to what video. I think you should be. Yeah, yeah right? And, 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 midgets. <laughs> like, none of these people did anything really wrong. Like the most wrong thing with quotes on is smoking pot, which is going to be legal hopefully soon. I want to know almost, where the rest of that video almost is. There's no way they that are. they only shot that 58 seconds. What else is out there? Oh, what that is, went on for hours. What is this? That went on for hours. Texas uh, has a bill to decriminalize, uh, I, I saw a couple days ago. But that, that was almost certainly in California if they're, if they're rolling up that enormous fucking It's blunt. still illegal to be a midget there, really. It is. They'll <laughs> shoot you on sight with a very tiny gun. Do we know that, anything? That's at- one of those like 1850s laws that like you'd see on you know, Reddit where it'd be like, today I learned that it's still illegal to be a dwarf in Michigan. the cory booker's introducing something that's nationwide and i'm like so what's the hold up right marijuana oh i'm sorry yeah i should have been more specific to make marijuana legal in america the states will still have the rights to make it illegal at the state level if they choose but at least the nationwide ban will be lifted and i would guess states follow suit but um uh i'm like what takes so long can we get this through? Like, how long does this take? Why does it take months? Who's the holdup? Is it probably Big Pharma? I was about to say that. I uh, I don't know. I don't know what the scoop is, but couldn't Big Pharma make a lot of money? They should just get on board. They could, yeah. I, I think there's a lot more. Uh, there's a lot more markup in uh, opiates than there is in marijuana. Yeah, mm, they need a good opiate guy like me. And they've already got like a total hedge <laughs> on the opiate market, and so it's like they don't want this. But yeah. opiates have, well, I don't know. I, I could be picking and choosing my news. There have been opiate backlash socially on the people that make it. There's like opiate uh, changes in the law. I think they're putting things in opiates now that would make people less inclined to want them. Uh, not less addictive, but like I think it makes the experience suck a little. 
Um, oh, I, I didn't hear. Maybe about that. that's why I don't like opiates. <clears throat> yeah, they, they do weird things to opiates to or not to opiates to all kinds of things that people start abusing to make them less attractive to the, to their abuse. Like I've talked about the uh, compressed air before that you use to clean your keyboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking yeah. degenerates get high off that shit. So now, if you were to like spray it into the air in your room, trying to be Mister Freeze, and some lands on your fucking keyboard, then you touch the keyboard, then you put your finger in your mouth. It's like you licked a stick of deodorant for the next three hours. <laughs> the nice. yeah, with I forget what they did to opiates, but they made them less pleasurable. And I hate opiates. I don't like it. I, I, I don't acted, like them either. If if they prescribe me ibuprofen opiates, I see if I can make it on the ibuprofen until things. I've get um mm-hmm. so so some of them makes me really itchy. I've been prescribed a few things. Same um, here. The um, that cough syrup. Um, yeah, a Tylenol three. I think has um. Oh, I don't know what what. Oh, exactly that's the one like. that's got some kind of pain reliever in there. Yeah, it's it's got it's got an actual like narcotic in there mixed with the Tylenol. I enjoyed those. Like I was prescribed them when I got my tooth cut out, and it was like, fuck, I see how people get a, get addicted to these and have a problem. Cause like it has codeine. It, it oh, codeine is my favorite. I, I got codeine it, yeah. that time before when they gave me the cough syrup that was codeine. Mm. Dude, it's the best thing ever. It's the best <laughs> thing ever. You feel so like relaxed and chill and warm and like everything feels real happy. It's great. Kyle's I, I coding totally endorsement see. is as effective on me as Limitless's Adderall endorsement. Like suddenly <laughs> I just want these things in my life. Oh, like I guarantee you that first of all, well, it wouldn't be safe to do what I'm about to suggest. But if you went paramotoring and once you got up there, you had yourself a couple sips of codeine, you'd be like, you know, maybe dad's right. Maybe there's got to be a God up there making all this beauty. <laughs> there's got there's got to be a man up in the clouds who's making all this glorious goodness up here. For maybe me, I should be the passenger in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. I, I know I, I try to avoid paratalk, but this weekend I uh, there was a much more experienced paraglider pilot. This is no motor. And uh, I convinced him to take me up. We flew for less than an hour, but a while. And he just explained all his decisions the whole time. It was like a mind meld of like where he was looking for lift and mitigating risk. And I was his passenger. And uh, man, I want everyone to have that experience. Who has my interest? Which is yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I I mean, I mean, I mean, I I, I goof on it a lot. But like, I would definitely do it once. It's just not something I could see doing as like. Like like every weekend. Like for me, I would re- like I like fishing, maybe twice a year, maybe <laughs> twice. Fly fishing is fun. I usually don't like regular fishing, but fly fishing is a good time. You know what I like about fishing? I like sitting in a boat or on the dock side with like some drinks and some snacks and like some friends and just I like cat fishing, which is you know you just yeah. throw out your 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 lure or whatever your your bait and it's either on a float or it sinks to the bottom and you just wait. And when they bite, there's these moments of excitement. I guess this is all fishing. I don't know what I'm doing here. But, but you know, catfish are huge a lot of the times. So you'll get 15, 25-pound catfish, sometimes 50 or 60-pound catfish. And it's kind of, you know, Oh, it's yeah, fun. they're enormous. The like, best part about like that experience to me. Midwest and South think they're gross. But my, oh, my favorite part of that would be when you take the boat to the place. That sounds like fun. <laughs> Power boating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd be the fisherman who like gets there, casts once, and you're like, "Well, nothing here. Let's let's go. <laughs> let's go three miles that way at sixty miles an hour." Yeah, rip it around. That you would be, be the the most uh, the annoying guy there because I was I was fishing like on a, a trip with my family in Florida last summer, and like we were on a boat fishing like with a guide, and like 
some dick like 30 yards away comes by at like 25 miles an hour, 30 miles an hour, just and the guides are like, well, everybody reel it in. We got to move because that guy had to come by screaming. And I was like, oh, I had no idea that like one boat doing that is enough to apparently scare fish, which doesn't make sense because those fish should be used to boats. They should be like squirrels on college campuses <laughs> who are like coming up to eat out of your hand, yeah. like, which is what squirrels on college campuses are. Have want. you ever been or underwater geese. listening to a boat? Um, oh, yes. no, no. I'm, is yeah, it really, it's, really it's loud? Scary. It, it's, it's scary. It's scary. I didn't, I didn't care for it. You probably got more experience, but I was diving in the lake and I heard a boat and I was terrified. I have a <laughs> lot of experience with it and it's still scary. Yeah, yeah, so unlike your normal sounds that you hear every day, you get a real good, you don't have the same vibe for distance. As far as you know, that thing's about to cut your ear off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you hear it, but you don't even know where it is. Yeah, it's something else. Yeah, okay, we were we were in a cove at nighttime, and I, me and a couple of girls were like jumping off my dock, and we were throwing like these LED lights down and letting them sink to the bottom, and then I'd dive down to the bottom and get them. And I wasn't far down, like like compared to like the rest of the world's divers, yeah. but I was I might have been twelve or fifteen feet. That's farish. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. it was I was getting to my limit, and uh, and I could hear these, and I'm like, is it? I don't know what to do because I'm running out of oxygen very soon. It's time to come up. But but like, what if he's going to like pass right over me and hit me in the head? And neither of these bitches are going to rescue my ass. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> they can't rescue an LED light. No, no. There's a reason I'm going for the lights and they're watching. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it's I, I, I just picture it as like a, a weird kind of mating dance to get laid. Like, look at what I'm capable of, ladies. Light retrieval uh, from the bottom of the lake. Make children with me. This is a valuable skill to pass away. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, they subconsciously like, I should breed with this guy. <laughs> you know, this hey, display I, of physical prowess is working for me. I don't know what girls think. That's how women it, think. It oh, definitely, I works. will present myself mm. to him later. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, where were they going to go? I mean, only, only one of them had a car, and she's the know implication. She yeah. Sure, she didn't know you've where just she was. shown how hardcore you are by diving that low. Now they know that you've got the stamina to catch them if they get an idea. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else. I was like, that kind of breath holding ability will come in handy later. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> fair yeah. enough. Both of those things. <laughs> yeah, um, due to the implication, they, 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 that was a given anyway because they didn't know where they were. Yeah. I don't know if you ever came to my lake house, Woody, or, or saw it, but but no, it, it, I think I I came to the house after that. Yeah, we were we were we were in the middle of nowhere out there. It was it it was it was it was remote. Did the All internet my neighbors suck? Were, no, it was like fifteen down and like three up. The way I remember it, that was pretty good um, back in the day. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. You know, it got the job done or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I liked it there a lot. It was cool having a being being right there on the lake. Um, yeah. yeah, it it's about time to wrap, but. It, it's gotten a lot better recently. Like I want to say, fifteen three was a decent two thousand ten thing, and now it's like nine years later, ten years later, and I'm at a thousand both ways. Yeah, I'm supporting the candidate who legalizes marijuana and wants some sort of federal fiber bill. That's I want me. Fiber everywhere, right? <laughs> like, like, Woody. But but no women. No. <laughs> oh well, I, look. <laughs> Still no, vote for Woody. I, I agree. That's my number one thing. No, no women. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I, I hope Trump pulls some stuff out of his, his uh, you know, 
back pocket. I hope he's not just about, you know, we'll get the wall up and uh, get them brown people gone and we won't let any more in. And we'll I hope that's not his 2020 Obamacare. Campaign. We'll get rid of Obamacare. We'll get a wall up. and oh, Yeah, I hope that's not 2020. I hope that 2020 he's got a few new tricks up his sleeve and he's like, they tell me fiber's the best. It's the fastest. I don't I have no idea what it is. I thought it was what they think. I, <laughs> I thought it was that stuff on top of my head. When I but, go cybering, I use fiber. <laughs> <laughs> they said that you need to be trying Google Fiber. I said I eat lots of wheat bread, lots of brown rice. I don't need for additional fiber. You know, I, <laughs> as much as I fuss about a lot of Trump things, they're usually character based. There are a few things that he does that I really like. Um, I, I like that even if he's not executing on it hardcore, he's anti-war. You know, he's not just fucking firing up wars all over the world or doubling down on current wars for no particular reason. And I agree with him on that stance. Um, our trade war that we're in, that had to happen. You know, we are getting fucked over. They steal all their ideas, Chinese. They, they steal so many of our ideas from us. It's like we're do their, we can't do all the R&D and then let them sell the product. We, we had to try. No one else even tries. I, I know it's not going great yet, but... What was the alternative? Not trying? Like, give it a go. See how it works. Um, I mean, his tax cuts had some good and bad in it. You know, our corporate tax rates. I, I maybe, feel like, like yeah, despite what everybody wanted to say, he's been pretty hard on Russia. He cut off their pipeline. He killed 200 of them in the Middle East. Remember when he wiped out 200 Russian mercenaries? I do know And he that, armed yeah. the Ukrainians. Yeah. I mean, he didn't do it. It's not like he dropped in. Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm here. Arnold Schwartz and Trump. That's the funniest fucking photo of him handing out rifles. <laughs> no, like, the way he did with like the paper, paper towel rolls. Just, throwing, <laughs> just, throwing just, just tossing against handfuls of bullets like... at children. <laughs> um, Think fast. Now, there are some counterexamples. I can't pull everyone out of my hat, but. You know, they they implement they tried to put sanctions on Russia and he like slow walked it and prevented it for as long as he can. And then in another case, he just simply didn't do it. Uh, they were sanctions on Russian oligarchs, like a couple of key ones, and he just relieved those. And um, so he's yeah, they did. Uh, I, I, on whole, I don't know if I'm even qualified to say it's been tough or easy on Russia. Maybe a little I, I don't both. think I am either. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I think there's a lot that we just don't fucking know about because it's geo political craziness right like like my, my experience comes from watching house of cards one of those <laughs> oligarchs might have might have had like some key information on our, an, an iranian sneaking nuke nukes into into the middle east and he was like hey if you turn my money faucet back on i'll give you hamid akbin baradu yeah. <laughs> he wanted to pull out of syria afghanistan and iraq right and a couple of presidents i want to say uh, obama had a similar thing and then once they try to do it Somehow they get him to change his mind. And from where from my chair, I can't see what they said to him. Maybe it was a rational decision to stay in Syria. I I can't tell. But yeah. they all seem to land that way. Is it are they all corrupt in the same way? Or dumb in the same way? Or we just don't Informed know. in the same way. That, that's better. Yeah. yeah so um, I mean I mean all of your uh, suggestions could could be equally true. Or they, they could be informed, they could be corrupt, they could be stupid. Um, they could be misinformed, but they're all getting the same information and coming to the same conclusion. Something made Trump change his mind, which makes me lean towards the informed part, but I don't know. All right. Taylor's got to run, pick up a rental car. He's got some sort of weird shenanigans going on. Oh, <laughs> all right. Cool. All right. PKN 240. Yeah. Good night, everyone.